Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. FN 2187 reported to my division. Was evaluated and sent to reconditioning. No prior signs of nonconformity. This was his first offense. General. They've been hit. Destroyed. Disabled. They were headed back to Jakku. Masters and Padawans, it is I, Mike Pilot, and uh, right now I'm here to share with you the live show of Full of Sith and Lattes with Leia that started off the podcasting stage at Star Wars Celebration this past week. Um, I'm going to be listening to it uh, with you. This is the first time I'm going to be hearing about it as well, so I'm quite excited and and I hope you're as excited as I am too. So, um, Amy and Brian had quite the weekend at Celebration. Um, Brian has already sent me uh, tons of files to be sharing with uh, you guys this week and over the next few weeks that will be put into the feed. And we uh, probably will have another episode to release later on this week, so keep an eye open for that. Uh, so, without any further ado, uh, I want to listen to this, and I'm sure you do too. So, here is the uh, live show of Full of Sith with Lattes with Leia at Star Wars Celebration 2016 in London. But at conventions, especially Star Wars Celebration, it's easier because you're pretty sure everybody's here for the same reason. Maybe. You like somebody, they probably like Star Wars in some capacity. Well, and it's, it's one of those things where, where you. You go to talk to anybody, like, you're going to wait in lines a lot. You, how, you guys have already been waiting in lines a lot, haven't you? And you've already gotten to know your neighbors front and back. You would, yeah, because it's better, I mean, I'm an introvert, so I'm, I usually have my Kindle in line or my 3DS, but I feel more comfortable at Celebration. And I know at Celebration, the last one, at Anaheim, I, I was in a long line for... A panel that I'm... What was that panel? What, do you know what that panel was? Hey, no? There was it a was line. a Clone Wars panel of some kind. Uh, but I sat down... Like, it was... A, the line was long enough that we just sat down on the floor and we were waiting. And I met some full of Sith listeners. Like, I was just surrounded by good Star Wars people. And it was so easy to talk about the films. And then... I find that when you start... When you have a common grounds, like Star Wars... You can start there, but then by the end of the conversation, you're, like, talking about your families or, you know, it becomes more of an open discussion. I think it's funny. The first time I met you in person was actually at a convention. I think it was in San Diego. Was it? Yeah, yeah it yeah. was. Yeah. And uh, we'd known each other online, as one does, and uh, we just crossed in the hallway. We made eye contact and waved and just kept going. That seems like us. Yeah, we're like, oh, do we really want to? Yeah, is this how does that how does that work? But that's not how you need to do things at a Star Wars celebration. Like, say hello to everybody. Like, Be friendly. Your neighbors. Like, introduce yourselves to your neighbors right now. Like, oh, how's don't it going? make them do that. That's that's, that's so really awkward. awkward. I don't know. 
I always tell people to do that at places. They're like, you should shake hands with your neighbor. I'm like, but do I have? I don't know. I'm just going to sit here with my arms folded and not have fun, Amy. That doesn't mean, just because you don't want to shake hands doesn't mean you don't want to have fun. I didn't fun. say shake hands. I said introduce yourself. Oh, you're right. You did. You, did. you don't have to touch anybody. <laughs> Where are we taking this conversation? I have no idea. I don't know either. Um, so I'm, I'm curious about uh, past celebrations and, like, friendships you've made at, at past celebrations. Not just, like, the casual, I'm going to talk to somebody in line, but, like, people you still talk to. You know, I think it's interesting nowadays with social media that you forge those relationships in some way. Like, I don't know how many of you here have have friends from Twitter or Instagram that you talk to online. And then there's always that when you meet them in person and you're like, we talk on the internet, remember? Like, you know, it always a little weird at first, but I've, I've gotten more comfortable with doing that. So it's kind of cool when you come to a convention, like at this convention, actually, this is a tangent, sorry. I get to meet some friends. I appreciate friends. your tangents. I get to meet some friends at this convention who live in Europe, who I've known on the internet. I've known them for like 10 years online and have just never met them in person because they live in like the Netherlands or in England. And I'm not, you know, I'm not here very frequently. Um, where was I going? Oh, that if you have those relationships first, it's kind of neat to actually get to meet people in person and at a convention, I don't know. There's something special about Star Wars. Well, it's easy to bond over. The other thing I love about Star Wars celebrations, and now that you, now that you've all come to one, uh, you're going to continue going to celebrations. You're going to just widen that net of people that that you're going yeah. to see only every at other celebration. Yeah, because already at celebration, like last night, you wander around the convention center and I see people. I'm like, oh, I met you at celebration five. And we just see each other. It's like a mini family reunion every time. It, I mean, like, I think I probably see you at conventions more than anywhere else. We see each other a lot. Like, we don't even live close to each other. I see you more than I see my, many of my friends. I feel so special, Ryan. Well, I don't... Oh, you know what we didn't do? Sorry, we didn't even talk about our podcasts at first. I, we dude, should probably do that for people who don't listen. Here, how many of you guys actually yeah, listen to Full Tangent. of Sith or Lattes with Leia? Yeah, see, we need... Thank you. So, Brian and I, as well as our co-host, uh, Mike, Mike who, isn't, who couldn't be here, we do Full of Sith uh, every week, and we talk about... S- stuff? We talk about Star Wars. Surprise, surprise. Our last episode was about the Freemaker adventures. So, we do interviews sometimes. We tackle random topics like where Padme's family is. Don't where ever, don't ever ask Nibiris? Brian where the Nibiris are, because that's a... 30-minute conversation you may or may Luke not Luke and Leia have an have. aunt and uncle out there somewhere. He's very concerned about this. So, we do news sometimes, but if it's like when the Rogue One trailer dropped, we talked about that on Full of Sith. And We're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about after the convention. It was almost kind of like, we've got to go right up front and we haven't seen a whole lot. How many of you guys have made it to see the, uh, the Rogue One prop display yet? The, the convention just opened. Oh, you already did? You took care of business. Well done. It's, Was it awesome? It's really gorgeous stuff, isn't it? Wait, like, you've seen it too? Yeah, I did. When Remember when you were like, I can't, I'm working, and I'm like, well, I'll be back in 15 minutes. That's what I did. That's rude. Thanks, Brian. You had to work. Ugh. So that's full of Sith. <laughs> and then tell us about Lattes with Leia. So Lattes with Leia is a podcast I host with uh, Dr. Andrea Ledamende. She's one of my dearest friends, and we sit down every month. We're part of the Coffee with Kenobi family, if you guys have heard of them. And we talk about 
also kind of random topics. We've talked, uh, we spent one episode talking about romance in Star Wars. We spent an episode talking about life lessons. And it's, it's one of the few podcasts I actually get to rep- like record in person. And it's just conversations she and I would have anyway. Because So I'm a rebel, and she has the Imperial cog on the shoulder. So rebels and Imperials can be best friends. We're proof. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. And we do that, did I say, yeah, every month. Dre is great. Yes, she is. She's Dre. super smart. She always, well, you too. That's one thing I love about podcasting and listening to Star Wars podcasts is even though I've ingested a lot of Star Wars in my life, I always hear fresh perspectives. Brian always has a really lot of insightful connections to things that I don't think about. And Drea does the same. So I learn from my co-hosts. She's, she's, she's great. Drea... I had the opportunity. She invited me to do her Star Wars versus Star Trek panel at San Diego oh, a few that's years right. ago. Yeah. You did the one right after me, but yes, yeah, the psychology was, panel. She's great. She's yeah, she's really super fun. smart. Yeah, super smart. She so that's our podcast. Me. Oh, me too. Yeah, but she's so nice. So that's full of Sith and lattes with Leia. You guys should subscribe. Well, you should subscribe. I feel like we're like dazzled today because we just got to celebration and. We're a little overwhelmed, but we're usually a little more together on this show. Well, and it's like, I'm overwhelmed, too. Like, I think I'm still reeling from that Harry Potter play. Oh, you saw The Cursed Child. I did. I know. Like, two days ago, and it feels like... That's all you can think about? Yeah, You need to switch to Star Wars. Wrong universe, Brian. I know, I know. I mean, you guys all like Harry Potter, too, right? That play was amazing. Go see the play. I wish... It makes me want them to do some... It made me believe they could do some Star Wars on stage. Ooh, do you think that could be a thing? I want a Star Wars musical. This wasn't that a musical. That is not the holiday special. No. Because <laughs> that yeah. was kind of a musical. And the Ewoks theme song is kind of a musical. Both the cartoon and Celebrate the Love. Maybe they have some work to do when it comes to doing a stage show. But no, um, The Cursed Child, uh, it, it, I would love to see something that explores the later years of the characters. I could totally see a play set on like Dagobah with Luke training Ben and just the two of them having conversations on stage with special effects for the force. That would be awesome. And jazz hands? No, no, this isn't a musical. But it needs to be. It just can it be? <laughs> Can you imagine a <laughs> Luke Skywalker training Ben solo musical play? Yeah, yes, I can. And I would go, I'd give all my dollars to see it. Who, who would you want to do the music for it? Who would I want to compose it? Can we get... Uh, that's not the right person. Um, Just Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, every, yes. Let, let him do everything. Yes. Has there been a Star Wars parody to... You, I want the, like to my shot yet? Because there should be. There should be like a Han Solo, Greedo parody about I won't throw away my shot. I, Apologies I, to, not, to everybody else who is not obsessed with Hamilton. I've not listened to it yet. I've listened to it on repeat for a month. I'm told I should. You should. Well, I've listened to Jabba good. Flow on repeat, which oh, is Lin, right. Lin Manuel Miranda. Right. Jabba Flow was good. The, the band. How many of you guys did you? Any of you make it to the the Cantina party yesterday at the at O two? Just you. They had a band there, and they did uh, they did Jabba Flow live. Oh, that's with cool. David Collins. Oh, nice. David Collins, who is hosting the what's it called? The, the Galaxy Stage. The Galaxy Stage. What are we going to see? So, so. You've kind of had a preview of everything that's going to be on your stage. For those of you who don't know, Amy is special. I had like, the, like E-Pace special. No, 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 no. no. And <laughs> she's hosting the behind-the-scenes stage all weekend. 
it's conveniently right there. You should come over and hang out. But what, what, what kinds of things are we going to see on the behind-the-scenes stage that uh, you're excited about that people should know about for celebration? You should. You know, I have a variety of things on my stage. It's really about going behind the scenes and the making of Star Wars and Star Wars stuff. So I have some licensees. I have Fantasy Flight is the first panel at 1130 right after this. So if you play X-Wing Miniatures. But who play? Do any of you play X-Wing Miniatures? Yeah. This game's addicting and expensive. Because you need all the ships. How about not X-Wing miniatures? How many of you guys play the role-playing game? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Anybody? Oh, guys. How about the board games? There's there's three of you who are awesome and the rest of you who are just, like, mostly awesome. (laughs) You're terrible. They're all fabulous. They are. They're they're awesome or mostly awesome. Um, So I have uh, Fantasy Flight. DK Publishing has a couple panels. Uh, Lucasfilm Publishing is stopping by. Hot Wheels is going to have some stuff. We're going to actually vote on the exclusive for Celebration Orlando during that panel. It needs to be Dr. Aphra. On Hot Wheels toy? Everything needs to be Dr. Aphra. Okay. Uh, and the one I'm super excited about, or one of them that I'm super excited about, is Doug Chang, concept artist for the prequels and Force Awakens, is doing a presentation tomorrow afternoon. I'm really excited about that, too. Me, too. I, I get to live blog that one. Oh, are you? Oh, cool. Yes. Awesome. You're going to see me in the front row of your stage a lot, live blogging for the website. Awesome. Good. Good company. So, do you want to question? Yeah, I was, like, looking at the okay. time. So, first, we have Kevin. Why don't you give... Ke- we've got Kevin here. Kevin Lyle, come over and, and take this mic. And, and Mike has organized with Kevin to uh, to give away some stuff. I'm looking at the stuff. I'm just going to just ski see if there's anything I, you know, I'm just um, Let me. Okay. Just a really loud voice. You know. so I can no, just, we'll oh, there we go. How y'all doing? Uh, my name is Kevin Lyle. I'm a Star Wars jewelry designer and uh, tops artist. And I have a booth actually here. Can I say the name of the booth? Is that going to give yeah. myself a plug? Yeah. I'm at uh, North 4N 427 in the other hall. We sell, we're right by that big TIE fighter. I don't know if any of you guys got by it yet. because You cannot small. miss it. You, you cannot miss it. We're right next to that. We do all sorts of jewelry and pins. And I got a couple of them that I brought here with me and some patches and stuff like that. But you got so many people. I thought I had enough for everybody. How are we going to decide how to give it out? Well, why don't we, um, let's take some questions and just give it to people who are asking questions. That's a great idea. Um, so why don't we, let me find out. Well, you're just going to have to come up here and ask a question in the microphone. So, who wants to ask a question? Come on up. Oh. And if it's a good question, they get something. Wait, I want to ask him a question. Did I just kill that? No. Oh, maybe. Dude, I killed someone. Do you? <laughs> I killed someone. Amy wants to ask you a question first. I just want to admire that your badge is Ray, and that if we could trade. Oh, I'd get all access. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I kind of need it. So what's your question? Uh, hello. Um, I just have a quick question. Uh, maybe kind of see what, but I'm starting my own podcast. What kind of mics do you guys use? So the question: What kind of mics do we use for our podcast? Um, I use uh, I've got a mixing board in my office with a a Shure mic that I plug in uh, and then plug that into my mixing board, and then I use my mixing board to convert to from analog to digital with just a USB thing. Um, So they have mics that are just USB plugs, and I think Amy's got one of those, which would be way less complicated and achieve just as good of sound yeah is that mic working is no i just spoke <laughs> into it and died i feel really, 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 really bad yeah i actually got like a i think like a 40-ish dollar like usb mic from amazon and it it works for my purposes like really well it's perfect 
course. Oh. Yes. Come up for your patch. Good morning. I wonder how long are you doing that uh, podcast and um, what made you start it? And wouldn't you be, if you would start today, more a blogger than a podcaster? Um, so we started podcasting uh, just after just after the announcement that there would be new Star Wars films. Um, and... Uh, so we've been we've been blogging for or podcasting for more than th three years, I think. Time flies. I know, right? Um, and if we started today, I think I, I mean Amy and I still do a lot of blogging. Like Amy and I both write for StarWars.com and Star Wars Insider, um, and and uh, not as many photos or video, but uh, I think I think we'd still podcast. I think I like podcasting. Um, It's easier than writing because I can just say everything and not have to obsess about my words. Um, and what was the last part of that question? It was, uh, would, we, would we be doing more of that? Why did, why, why did we start? Um, well, the, there, there was a new movie coming out, and I think we just wanted to talk. And I really like talking to Amy and Mike and everybody else about Star Wars. And so if I didn't force myself to have a time to talk about it on the podcast... I would be lost. I wouldn't have anybody to talk about it with because everyone in person I know just gets sick of me talking about Star Wars <laughs> all the time. I'm so sh I'm so shocked to hear that, Brian. Um, and I started, you know, I joined Info of Sith about a year after they'd started. But I started my Lattes with Leia podcast just because it's an excuse to see my friend once a month and talk about Star Wars. So it's kind of nice because we have this set hangout time. And the thing I love, especially if you're if you're ever thinking about starting a podcast and you're ever worried about like, oh, like, how am I going to make this different? There are five million Star Wars podcasts out there. Don't stress about that because just the fact that you are doing it, that adds you have your own perspective, you have your own thoughts, and when you add somebody else into the mix, like you're, nobody can duplicate your conversation. So I like that. Just a way to talk about Star Wars with my friends. Yeah. No. I. Uh, I really like the. The, the, the feeling of being able to go into a conversation with somebody who doesn't necessarily agree with me or having Mike I wish Mike could be here but Mike's the sort of guy who will stand with his arms crossed at the back of the room and go I'm just a simple guy I don't know what you guys are talking about but I really like hearing you talk about it and I love that perspective but even though also, but then he also drops once in a while like, he's, like, you're, like you're not just a simple guy Mike no no Mike is complex um, but uh Is that working? Okay, that's kind of working. But then I like that somebody told us recently uh, on Twitter that you're the I'm the pessimist to your optimist. So we all it's kind of true. And I'm like, where are the Neberries? And Amy's just like, they're like, all dead. It. Just stop it, Brian. Nobody cares. Palpatine murdered them all. Stop asking about them. I just want to say, uh, you know, thank you for letting me come up here. But uh, you guys are doing a great job talking. I thought I'd just uh, leave it with you, and I'll leave these here for. So you got about uh, I don't know 11 questions. So the next, so ask some good questions, and you'll get some free swag. How about that, everybody? Thank you very much. Thank Thanks, you for letting Kevin. me come. Thank you. So, uh, do we have any other questions? Come on up and, and just kind of form a little bit of a line over here if you want to do that. And then I'll just... I'm keeping all the... What prizes? <laughs> that is. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, my first memory of Star Wars is sort of watching, like, Re Return of the Jedi. I just wondered, what was yours, basically? I'll go. Um, so, the question uh, was... 
about our first time watching Star Wars? Oh, yeah, pick a prize. Pick a patch or a pin. So mine was also Return of the Jedi. My first memory, I don't have a memory before seeing Return of the Jedi in the theater as a three-year-old. That's your first That's my first. I don't remember. I remember knowing that movies were seen at drive-ins before then and that this was somehow special because it was like a a walk-in. Like it was an actual like theater and it was... I don't remember why because I don't remember movies before then, but that was my first memory of Star Wars, and then it's just it's taken over since. Sli- yeah, slightly. Uh, it's interesting. I always said my first memory was I saw A New Hope for the first time when it was re-released. I'm kind of a late bloomer, so I saw it in what '97 when it came. Uh, sorry, so many microphones. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, but I realized that I went to Disney World in the late 80s and that my first experience seeing any Star Wars was actually on the Star Tours ride, which is they went through the trench run. Like, you visited Endor, I believe. You were trying to visit Endor. You're trying. And then... Right. You went through the trench run. Captain Rex was a terrible pilot, and it was his first time. That's right. And he ran into comets. Which is a problem, slight problem. But that was actually ended up being my first my first I was, Star Wars experience. So I'm going to Disneyland Paris after Celebration. I am too. What a coincidence. I know. Amy and I, I think we've got dinner reservations in the park together. I like that you're like, I'm going. No, well, no, no, no. I was, the point of the story is I was really excited because in Paris they didn't have the updated Star Tours. Like, it, they, they only had the old Star Tours. So I was like, I am so excited to go back on that in, in France. And then they closed it like... I know I was excited, so I went a few on a, months ago. a Disney cruise uh, in October, and they added to one of their ships like a little Millennium Falcon playroom, and they had the cockpit, and they cycle through the new Star Tours scenes, but they also have the original. So it's one of the few places you can still see the original Star Tours footage. Is so if you want to drop a lot of money on a Disney cruise, you can and, go. And go sit there. The you can time. go on YouTube and watch it too. I do That's that occasionally. Slightly, it's probably slightly cheaper than yeah, going on yeah. a Disney cruise. Next question. Come on up. Hi. Um, hi, Amy and Brian. It's really lovely to meet you. I love the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> you might have to speak up a little. Okay, sorry. No, um, no, no, you're fine. Oh, good. Um, my question for you is, uh, who are your favorite Star Wars characters and why? Okay, who are our favorite Star Wars characters and why? Amy, you um, want to take that yeah, first? Yeah, I'll go. And you should you can pick out a pin or a patch. My favorites, for completely different reasons, are Han Solo and Ahsoka Tano. Let's, let's start. Han, well, Han, it's Han Solo. I don't know if you really need much of a reason beyond that if you see. I just want to be that cool. Like, part of me aspires to be as cool as Han Solo and knows I never, ever will be. You just have to point at yourself and introduce yourself like Amy Radcliffe. Yes, that's, that's, not, that's you... never going to happen in life. I would look like a total fool doing that. So did Han. <laughs> Swag, I gotta work. Um, but but does he? He doesn't. That's the thing. No, that's I, I think Han is sort of a jerk in A New Hope. And he is. That's true. It's it's kind of it's kind of appealing. Like, can you? Chewie had to guilt trip him into going back. Yeah. Well, he had priorities. <laughs> Boxes <laughs> full of money. Well, that's not. I mean, there were things in life. I'm just saying. Um, but Ahsoka. She means so much to me. Like, watching her grow throughout the Clone Wars, it was really important to me, first of all, to get... I mean, Leia and Padme are amazing, but to have Ahsoka come in and watch her relationship develop with Anakin and have this 
female character kind of be the center of the Clone Wars. Because it was really, I feel like, as much as it was about Anakin, it was about her journey and how she learned and how she struggled. And to watch her come back in Rebels, I think she's just a tremendously... I relate a lot to her as far as like my career uh, in writing about Star Wars and journalism kind of developed throughout the Clone Wars. So I feel like I grew up with Ahsoka. Like she's my, she's roughly my age now. And I mean, as much, yeah. So yeah, I have, I have Ahsoka feelings. For me, it's always been Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. Always. Um, the, the, bittersweet tragedy of Anakin Skywalker and his redemption at the end of Return of the Jedi has always been, hands down, the most moving moment in all of the Star Wars saga for me. But that's part of why I love Ahsoka so much, too, because Ahsoka adds so much to that and shades that. I was telling somebody uh, just earlier that, that I think the Season 5 finale of Clone Wars adds as much to Anakin's arc as that moment in Empire when... Uh, when he tells Luke he's his, he's his father, Ahsoka leaving the Order is as important a moment for him as anything. And y- you can't watch that arc uh, of Ahsoka. It's a stop. I'm going to cry, Brian. You can't watch that arc of Ahsoka without seeing, like, like, if you watch all of Clone Wars and then open straight up on Episode 3, all of that rage that Anakin has is so much more visceral. And then when you watch... Rebels, and then open up episode four. There's, you know, that he's a bad man. He's a very bad man. And so when you get to Return of the Jedi, and the thing I love is that arc of Vader. Like, people don't notice that Vader has an arc through episode four and episode five and episode six. In episode four, he's that angry Vader uh, who, who's just like, I'm ruthless. still, st- yeah, he's ruthless. But in episode five, he's lashing out because he knows about Luke. So he's, He's not just ruthless, he's killing his own men and letting nothing stand in his way because he's been changed by the failure of the Death Star and the knowledge that he might have had, like, this could be his son. And then in Return of the Jedi, he's very introspective. Um, Watch Vader watching things in Return of the Jedi, and it's the most amazing way to watch the movie because you can see those gears turning, especially in the throne room scene. And that, that George Lucas was able to create a character to imbue so much emotion in a character that's wearing just a mask the whole time, I think is just the most stunning feat. And everything adds to it. Everything. Even even in The Force Awakens, the way Ben Solo's story shades Anakin's makes me like Anakin more. Like, Force Awakens made me like Vader as a villain even more. So, that's my answer. It's a pretty, it's a pretty okay answer. It was okay. <laughs> Thank, thank you for the you. question, and thank you for coming. Thank you for giving up the Ahsoka panel for this. It was seriously oh, like yeah, no, I really when Amy and I got the schedule, we were like, like um, we were like, wait, they're mi- they're making both of us miss the Ahsoka panel. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Hi. If you're starting out a podcast, like, how do you get started? How do you get it out there? How do you get people to know about it? How do you get it, you know, referred and uh, further people? Um. So. How do you? Uh, did you want to take don't one of these? A pen. Yeah, don't forget a pen. But do you want uh, a pen or a patch? getting out there and starting a podcast. How do you start? My first step was finding a producer. That was so. me too. So when, they, when they asked me to do lattes with Leia, I'm like, do I have to do any of the the editing or? Well, it's it's interesting. Like I've learned a lot 
Mike has taught me a lot. So my first call, I knew Mike Pilot, who's our, our, our co-host who's not here today. Uh, he's been in podcasting, and he was in radio for, for 10, 15 years. And I knew he was a big Star Wars fan because when I met him, he had a giant AT-AT tattooed on his arm. Slight clue. Yeah, it was. Um, and uh, I knew he was doing other podcasts. And I said, hey, listen, I, I don't know if you're interested, but they're making these new Star Wars movies. I think we'd get along really well. Do you want to put a podcast together? And he handled all of the producing. That said, though, if you want to do it on your own, there are definitely programs, free programs like Audacity and GarageBand that are, I'm, I'm pretty terrible when it comes to technology well, that and even that, I can get around and that's, if I have to. I've given Mike all this credit because I really love what he does He's to the amazing. show. Um, and, and I'm doubly respectful of him now because I'm starting this new podcast with uh, Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. And I'm having to do all the producing on it. And I think the first step is just find a producer. <laughs> find, find someone you could do it with. But if you can handle all that technical stuff, it's, it's simple. It's just time-consuming. Um, and, 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 yeah, there's, there's plenty of free software to do it. As far as getting out there, the Star Wars podcast community is not actually that large or uh, it's not hard to get into because we all know each other. We all know each other's podcasts. We all interface on Twitter and Facebook, and, and everybody kind of knows each other. Even if I don't listen to this podcast or that podcast, we, we still interact online and yeah. things like that. So, And I would recommend, too, when you think of your name, think it's in this day, you have to think about like what works on social media. So when you pick a name for your podcast, pick something that's easy to remember, and that when you like register for a Twitter account or Facebook, that is kind of concise and not too long. Yeah, I, I think. And it was funny with Full of Sith. It was... Uh, Mike and I, I was like, so do you want to do a Star Wars show? And he's like, sure. What are we going to call it? And I'm like, I have no idea. And he's like, well, I bought this domain name about 10 years ago. Do you think we could use it? I'm like, well, what is it? And he's like, it's full of sick. 10 and years ago? Yeah. He no, he's wow. just been squatting on that domain until we decided well, to start the show. Thank goodness, Mike, because that's yeah. a good name. Yeah. So so uh, maybe you'll just know someone. You ask someone to produce it, and they'll already have the <laughs> domain name registered that you decide to go with. I don't know. It could be. Next question. Hi, what is your favorite droid and why? My favorite droid. What about you, Amy? This you is oh yeah. Don't forget to pick a patch or a pin. Uh, this is not my favorite droid. Is Chopper from Star Wars Rebels? I know he's kind of new to the scene, but I like that he is such a cantankerous droid. I respect that he's just grumpy and he'll help out, but he's going to be a little a little annoyed about it. And I. I feel that way, and I'm, I'm a little bit of a grump sometimes. So I relate to Chopper, and I always, I think people give him a hard time. So I feel like I'm a Chopper, I'm a Chopter, what am I, apologizer, enabler, defender? Uh, I love his sassy little arms. I think he's just great. Um, I'm going to have to go with, uh, I want to say B1 battle droids in general. But Mr. Bones specifically. Oh, yes. Have you any of you... Who's read Aftermath by Chuck Wendig? Yeah? So Mr. Bones, right? Mr. Bones is great. And he has even better stuff to do in Life Debt. He gets... Have you read Life Debt? I read about 40% of it. There's, oh. there's an interaction between Mr. Bones and Han Solo that is just priceless. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. So yeah, Mr. I don't know. I love, I love battle droids. I love commando droids. Like, those commando droids. I'm so excited. Like... 
Alan Tudyk's droid character in Rogue One looks so much like a like a commando droid, but what Matthew Wood does with the voices of the droids. That remind sorry. And he, well, no, and even Roger on Freemaker Adventures is just funny. Are any of you guys watching Freemaker Adventures, the new Lego series? Yeah, I like so the family in that has a a butler droid. It's an old battle an old battle droid, and it's voiced by Matthew Wood, who voiced who created the voices for the battle droids and the prequels, and is Grievous. Uh, but Roger, this battle droid, bakes cookies. And he's, that's my favorite. I think he's great, too. We had a conversation about the cookies on last week's episode. Yes, you should have. As that you was, should have. Holly and Mike were both concerned that they just, they were like, you left those cookies there. That droid made them for you. And you didn't even eat it. Yeah. Didn't eat. So rude. So, I don't know. Those, those are our favorite droids. I like all the droids. I love Evie. Oh, Tauntauns. Just supposed to high. Everybody loves Tauntauns. You look amazing. I love it. Um. It's one of my favorite things in the universe to talk about is droids and, and their programming versus free will. I think there's a lot of interesting territory. There, there. definitely is. In fact, we did an episode of Lattes with Leia on droids, just saying. It was a good episode. Thanks, Brian. Uh, hi. Yeah, um, so Ahsoka Tano fought Darth Vader in the uh, end of Season 2, Rebels. Do you think that um, she's going to survive and she's going to have a big part to play in Season 3? So, the... The question is, do we think Ahsoka is going to have survived the events of Rebel Season 2? And is she going to have a big part in Season 3? I think the answer to the, the last question is no, probably not. Yeah, I think she might be gone from Rebels, but... But there's going to be a novel. There is a novel. I think she survived. We did a whole episode on... Was it the Balance of the Force episode, or was it just... There's an episode we did that came out right after A Full of of Sith Sith, that we did about this, and we kind of compared the imagery of the Mortis arc in Clone Wars and Ahsoka's leaving of the Jedi Jedi in Season 5 and the Rebels uh, Season 2 finale, and there's a lot of imagery that's similar. There's a lot of coloring that's similar. And if you look at what happens on Mortis, where you have... Uh, the daughter sacrificing herself to save Ahsoka uh, and then that owl creature. It's very similar coloring. That's colored similarly, but all the shots are the same, you know? So at the end of that episode, uh, at the end of when she leaves the Jedi Temple, there's like this triangular pattern and these two giant monuments to each side, the same way she's walking down into uh, at the end of season two, but also you have uh, that same pattern repeated on Mortis where the father is meditating. His meditation chamber has the same shapes behind him. I think there's way more at play in the Mortis arc and in the season five uh, finale of Clone Wars that has to do with Rebels than I think people are paying attention to. So I think she's alive because we saw her walking. She wasn't a Force ghost. But where she's walking... My opinion is that she is she is not dead. I don't know if that means alive or something else, but I think that she still has a part. I don't think her story's over. I hope her story isn't over. She could be dead from a certain point of view. Every everything could be from a certain. That's what if she comes back with a different name, like Anakin? It, it could happen. Like with Vader, like he's just like I'm not Anakin anymore. Like Anakin Skywalker's it's dead. Done. This is who I am. So maybe like Lady Tano comes back as like. Lady Badass. 
Well, she is already. Well, bad. she is, that's but that's true. her name now. Very official, yeah. It could happen. And I mean, Dave Filoni has made those remarks comparing her to Gandalf the White after the Balrog, so maybe she'll just be Ahsoka the White. Yeah, no, there's tons of Lord of the Rings in that that she's season two finale too. Like right down to like the Eowyn moment where she's like, uh, you know, I'm no Jedi. Where yeah. instead of I'm no man. So good. Yeah. All right. Next question. Thank you. Hi guys, nice to see you here. Uh, been listening for a couple of years, and uh, my personal favourite was your Shadows of the Empire. Oh, the Shadows a, of the Empire stream. Brilliant. We, we uh, need to. We we keep talking about doing a Splinter of the Mind's Eye episode. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be like the That'll Shadows of the Empire one. But. That'll be good. Um, my question, uh, Brian, uh, you expressed the view that uh, the season two finale was, uh, was better, in your opinion, than The Force Awakens. Do you still hold by that in the cold, no. sober light of day? And, <laughs> I, and I, do have a, I do have a supplemental question for my son, Fred, uh, who would like to know what your favorite clone character is and why. My favorite clone. What's your favorite clone? Oh, I'm so bad with... This is terrible. I shouldn't be bad with clone troopers' names because I feel... Um, Take Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I should. Uh, but the clone that kind of figured out what was happening with the implant with Order 66, was that Fives? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, I liked him. And before that, like, before that arc, but specifically in that arc, made me really appreciate him. So he's my favorite clone. So I think... Captain Rex is my favorite, especially on Rebels. Oh. But also, like, that whole trio of, like, Gregor and Wolf and, and Rex, those three are great. But I also love, uh, if you guys remember that episode, The Deserter, that, that clone who kind of took off and had a family and, and, and left. I don't remember his name because that's... Actually, yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, I just wrote about him. Too. There are so many clones to keep all of their names in your head. You've got to be, I don't know, Pablo or something. Um... As far as the season two finale of Rebels being as good or better than The Force Awakens, I think I'm still standing by that. I understand it's not the sort of thing, like, if you're, if you're a casual, a more casual fan and the only thing you've seen is the movies and somebody just shows you the season two finale of Rebels, there's no way you're going to be able to hold that opinion. But if you invest yourself in Clone Wars and in Rebels... I think that's some of the best storytelling they've ever done in Star Wars, ever. I mean, I can't think of... There, there are very few moments in any of the Star Wars movies more emotional than hearing Anakin's voice coming through that, that Darth Vader mask, talking to Ahsoka, and telling her she will die. Like, I, I, I don't think that there's anything in the movies... I don't think there's anything in Force Awakens more powerful than that save maybe that, that moment with Han and Ben. I agree. Um, I'm going to keep my, sh- my, my thoughts short because we need to wrap up or oh, something. Do. But I want to say that I try to look at it objectively as a person who's not super attached to Ahsoka and I can't read that, that episode as any other way. I think I'm... I don't know that I'm quite at, go as far as you do, but it's some of the finest Star Wars storytelling out there. I think the editing is better. Uh, in yeah, in Rebels rather than that. Force Awakens. Yeah. I mean, I love Force Awakens, but it's just kind of fuzzy in in what there, did they have to go blow up and why and and, and what was going on politically, I'm not sure. But 
in Rebels, you have everything you need to know, and it tells that story much more elegantly. And unfortunately, we don't have time for any more questions, but you two guys can come up and pick out a prize. I'm sorry. You can we, ask me a question after. We have a, uh, a, a surprise. So if you would like to come on up, sir. Good morning. How are you doing? My name's Mark. I'm from the Rebel Legion, L3 Base. Um, guys, you can step up. Um, and we would like to present to you, Brian, our honorary membership award for, for services to uh, the podcast community, to styles in general, and just for everything that you do as a fan to really... Oh, is it? Oh, I thought it no. was. I'm sorry. It is. Right. I'll start again. Can you hear me now, yeah? Cool. Okay. So I'd like to present Brian with an honorary membership from the Rebel Legion L3 base. Um, this is basically to, to show recognition for everything he's done in podcasting. Um, everything he does as a writer and more importantly everything that he does as a fan as a Star Wars fan who kind of promotes a really positive outlook on, on the Star Wars community and I think that's so important in this day and age so congratulations Brian here's your certificate and patch cool. thank you guys so much this is, uh, this is amazing and um, obviously we had to do one for Amy as well so oh what? Maybe? yeah so, um, basically, with similar kind of sentiments, Amy has um, got a honorary membership. So, keep your tears in. That's all right. Thank you. I mean, I'm trying not to cry. Aww. That's all right. Give, give Obi-Wan a, a hug and a... Yeah. So, and, um, obviously, Mike's not here, so we can't give him a presentation. But um, I've got a gold patch for him. And and also one for Anakin as well, so you can pass that on. So, so there you Anakin go. Anakin will love that. Cool. So yeah, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Um, I hope you have a wicked celebration. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. That's right, my pleasure. I mean, you do so much for for everything, so it's great. Thank you. I cannot imagine a better way to cool. start celebration. Here you go. Cool. Thank you very much. Now we're all emotional. We've got. We'll take some some pictures, I guess, and then. Yeah, let's take a picture and then we'll wrap it up. We do. We just. We're done. Yeah. We're okay. Wrap up. Well, we can wrap up. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. That was. Uh, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Yeah, that was. And now I'm like, I don't even know what to say after that. Uh, thank you all for coming. That's a good thing to say. Let's say yeah. where they can find us on the internet, Brian. Uh, so you can find me. I'll be if you happen to not get into the panel you want to. Go to StarWars.com, and either they're streaming it or they're live blogging it. So <laughs> I'm going to be doing a lot of the live blogging, and uh, so so that's this weekend. But you can find me on Twitter at SwankMotron, and you can find us on Twitter at Full of Sith. And Amy, where can they find you? Uh, this weekend specifically, I'll be in that room in the behind-the-scenes, behind-the-stage seat, uh, stage. Behind-the-scenes yeah. wow. stage. Wow, this is going to be a great weekend. I'm going to be a tremendous host. You can, uh, so you can get more of that. It'll be super fun. And you can find me on Twitter where I, I don't flub as much because I can take my time at Amy underscore geek and lattes with Leia. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so overwhelmed by this. I've just, and I have lost all train of thought. If, if you guys are interested. So Amy and I are doing a panel in this room at one o'clock about making fandom a better, more positive place. Yes. So we will be doing that. Yeah. So awesome. thank you. I'll have a good have a good celebration. Have good Star Warsing. Make friends. I hope you didn't miss any miss anything too cool. Except for the Ahsoka panel. That's okay. I'm not bitter. 
I'm, I'm, uh, this was good. This was excellent. So thank you, everyone. And uh, the next podcast will be up soon. And thank you, Amy. And may the force be with you. Be with you. Or how, how does, the how force will be with show? you always. <laughs> Thanks. If you'll not be meeting me, I'll close down for a while. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.